It's kind of hard to say about time when it's been your second year on tour, but um, about time. It's easy, though, to say congratulations to Will Zalatoris. Welcome, one and all, from wherever around the world you are joining us. Absolute delight to have your company because I am here at one of the most special places for the game of golf any place in the world. And this is the Tralee Golf Cart spread out all around me, as you can see. Next to me, of course, the leaderboard from the PGA Tour's first week of the FedEx Cup playoffs. And Will Zalatoris was able to break through what he has done on tour is simply amazing. Will Zalatoris has nine top tens in three runner-up finishes already this season. In 56 events on tour, he's had 17 top tens, four runner-ups. Remember, a couple of those runner-ups just the season that was, was the playoff loss at the PGA Championship and, of course, that tie for second at the U.S. Open. Zalatoris becomes the second player to make the FedEx Cup playoffs event, his maiden tour victory, and he wins on his third sudden-death hole, and what a wild playoff that was. The way that the ball, his ball hit the fronting of the banking on the par three and then bounced off the stone wall down the edge, ultimately for him winning over Sepp Straka in uh, a, a bogey uh, to, to claim the championship was simply amazing. Earl Forsey, Dennis Paulson were anchoring PGA Tour Radio's coverage of the St. Jude uh, championship. And afterwards, they had a chance to record this for us where gents, uh, I'm not quite sure how you talk about it. We just heard Will say that and you're going to hear more from Will Zalatoris, folks, coming up in the program, that, you know, when you've only been on the PGA Tour a couple of years, that it's about time. I don't know. I think I think what we have seen is definitely a coronation of a great champion. Uh, but in every way, it was, as a, I guess a playoff event should be, it was wildly entertaining. Well, Matt, thanks. What a way to start the FedEx Cup playoffs at the FedEx St. Jude Championship, TPC Southwind, Memphis, Tennessee. Dennis Paulson was alongside the entire week and weekend, and we had a playoff in the playoffs, Dennis. We had a three-hole sudden-death playoff yesterday. Will the thrill. Will Zalatoris finally gets it done. He's come close so many times <laughs> last couple of years, a couple of major championships this year. Uh, he's a big game player. We know that. And now he's a winner in the FedEx Cup playoffs in his first career win. He is. And I, I can't say enough about how well he played, how well he putted. I think this new method that he has with the with the putter has really helped him and it's benefited him. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure taken off the rest of his game that he's starting to make the shorter putts. And that being said, he was already the best ball striker. And now you're giving him confidence because the putter is not necessarily, you know, a uh, a hindrance for him it's just it's level he's not a great putter by any means but he has improved vastly since he's gotten on the pga tour so the way this playoff ended the island green at number 11 third hole of sudden death on sunday uh both players hit tee shots he would love to have back uh, but will zalatoris found a way to at least win the playoff how disappointing is that for sep straka though putting it in the water after zalatoris got himself almost in trouble almost on the edge of the water and did and really had a spot where he wasn't going to make par from. Straka steps up, basically needing to hit the green, and he put one in the drink. It's shocking to me that he actually did that. I cannot believe that he actually hit that ball in the water. He had all the room to the left. He didn't hit that shot. And then to compound it a little bit, I think he probably thought that Will's ball was playable. And it just seemed like to me, and I think maybe to you too, that he kind of quick hit that little wedge shot and played it a little too quickly. End up knocking in the back bunker, could do no better than make double. 
Yeah, and, you know, the patience paid off in Zalatoris. Cooler heads prevail, as Caddy kind of talked about it, trying to play that shot. And, you know, in the end, it doesn't matter what the score is, especially in the playoff, just win. And now he's a winner on the PGA Tour. And he's in front in the FedEx Cup standings now with two events to go. And with his ability to step up in these big tournaments, he obviously in the lead now, he's going to have a good chance to win this whole thing in a couple of weeks. He's going to be a tough guy to beat. And I'm saying that for this one reason, one reason only. Earl, the simple fact is, is that no one's played this golf course. Will's done a pretty good job going to golf courses for the first time and figured him out. He has done a really good job at doing that. He did it this week, and he's going to be able to do it again next week. Can everybody else figure out this golf course on short term and play well? And timing is everything, Matt, uh, especially in sports. Will Zalatoris had to wait for the first win, but he gets it at the FedEx St. Jude Championship, so he's now number one in FedEx Cup points. Heading to the second playoff event this week in Delaware, Wilmington Country Club for the BMW Championship. And we'll get into the airtimes of that coming up in just a little while. Earl in DP, thank you. You guys are absolutely awesome and looking forward to your coverage again this week. I might mention to you that I was listening to your coverage whilst here in Ireland. If you go on to the PGA Tour app or you go on to PGATour.com, you can listen to the PGA Tour radio coverage for free, and it works, obviously, all over the world. As to this FedEx Cup run. Will Zalatoris is now number one because remember the points are quadrupled as we get into the playoffs themselves, but it is also about players continuing their march through the playoffs. Four players who entered the week outside the top 70 were able to move inside the top 70 to qualify for the BMW Championship. Lucas Glover, to finish tied for third. Adam Scott tied for fifth. Adam Scott, incidentally, another player that's a brilliant ball striker, just like Will Zalatoris, that sometimes people point to the putter as a weakness. Uh, Adam Scott led the field in uh, strokes gained putting. Andrew Putnam was tied for fifth, and Wyndham Clark tied for 28th. Other players who made the cut, uh, Brendan Todd finished 67th to move outside of the top 70. So for Will Zalatoris, as you heard me mention, First PGA Tour career win in his 56th start at the age of 25 years, 11 months, 29 days in his first FedEx Cup playoffs appearance. He becomes the second player to win a FedEx Cup playoff event in his first playoff appearance. The other was Xander Shoffley in 2017 at the Tour Championship. He moves to one in two in playoff appearances on tour among three runner-up finishes this season, lost in a playoff at the Farmers Insurance Open, the PGA Championship, one of two players with multiple playoff losses in 21-22. The other one is Patrick Cantlay at the WM Phoenix Open in the RBC Heritage. He's the first player since, get this, 2011 to win a sudden-death playoff with a bogey. Sean O'Hare defeated Chris Blanks on the first playoff hole and the 2011 RBC Canadian Open. He's the first player to make the FedEx Cup championship in the FedEx Cup era, his maiden PGA Tour victory, and he's the second player to win his first tour event in a FedEx Cup playoff event. The first was Camila Vajegas in 2008 at the BMW Championship. Vajegas went on to win the Tour Championship in his next start, as you might recall. It's a 13th first-time winner. Uh, this season on tour, and that's the most in a season since 2018-2019 when they were 14. Will we break that record? Well, there's just a couple more weeks to go until we will find out. So as to Will Zalatoris, uh, as I promised you, he did get a chance to address the media, obviously, afterwards. And he was asked about a number of different things that I thought were compelling, uh, including what part of the process with putting uh, 
did he, you know, when he's thinking about it, does he get up? Does he see it? Does he hit it? Does he see the line? Is it more technical? Does it change depending upon the distance? Because when you're talking about Zilt, Wills Altoris, it's generally from about six feet in where we notice a difference. Uh, when you talk about ups and downs, what was your last down and what did, did you ever consider it a down? And this is a really interesting question and answer because it gives you a glimpse into the mindset of Will Zalatoris. After the putt in the 72nd hole, you screamed, what are they going to say now? Why do you think that came out? If you are a Steph Curry fan, you'll probably understand a little bit better about that give and take. But he talks about it, answers it. I thought it was absolutely fascinating. It said, how did it feel lifting the trophy today compared to what you dreamed about and actually breaking through and winning on the PGA Tour and then winning an event of this stature, a playoff event such as it was, the FedEx St. Jude Classic. And it says, your coach is from the area. How significant was his first win when this area, of course, means so much to him? And they was asked, take us through your process before punching out of the trees in that second playoff hole. Remember that this was a wild playoff and we saw a lot of things happen uh he was also asked about what was going through his head right now after finally getting this his maiden victory on the pga tour it's kind of hard to say about time when it's been your second year on tour but um about time um obviously uh this week was kind of a grind considering the start that i had uh, i love this golf course so i played well here last year um yeah, considering all the close uh, close finishes that I've had this year, um, to finally pull it off is uh, it means a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of golf left. Um, I'm uh, obviously I'm in a nice spot, but uh, we got a lot of golf ahead of us. I thought there was no chance that ball was covering the water um, when it landed and saw it bounce a few times and heard the crowd cheered. Um, I knew I got a pretty fortunate break, but. Um, I, I really I couldn't get the, the club on the ball. Um, considering where Sepp was and he had four feet for five, uh, there's no reason for me to try that shot and it could bank right into the grass and go back in the water and all of a sudden I've lost a golf tournament. So um, we went back to the drop zone and obviously it paid off. Um, you know, I, I like I said, it's one of those, I, I guess you could say it's a fortunate break um, that it stayed up, but um, obviously I had to earn it um, after what happened. I knew I wouldn't have played the shot, but I at least was going to take a peek at it. And Joel told me about three times, hey, you know, Steph's got four feet for, for five. Keep, you know, go back, go back. And so um, I, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't giving up an easy chance where I could just kind of, you know, maybe pop one up on the green and get an easy two putt. And it was just not doable. Um, I, I couldn't get the club below basically half the equator of the ball or the lower, lower half of the below the ball. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I saw it bounce three times, and then I didn't know if it – I knew it didn't stay on the rocks because I couldn't see it, but I didn't know if it stayed in the rough and was an easy up and down or if it was maybe wedged in kind of the collar. And, um, I, you know, it just shows you – I mean, you know, at that point it's basically match play. And so, um, I, yes, very fortunate in the fact that it looks like I had maybe an easy up and down and I did it and maybe forced up to – hit one over there towards the flagstick. But, um, you know, hats off to him. I mean, he made a couple of really nice pots that to, just to get to the third hole. And um, honestly, that's just part of golf, too, is, I mean, that, his ball easily could have stayed up as well. It, you know, pretty unfortunate to take a pretty hard right kick. No, I mean, it, this, is, this is what you, this is why we practice. This, is, this tournament's been here for 60 years. You know, 
was I was actually here earlier this week at uh, Colonial Country Club and seeing um, you know Al, Al Guyberger shoot 59. You know th- this tournament has some history to it, and you know it. Every week that we're out here, there's some story of, of history, and I've wanted to chase history my entire career, and obviously that's why I've been so vocal about the majors. Um, and so uh, obviously it's great to finally get the first one out of the way, but. Um, yeah, it's it, – sorry, I'm, I'm still just sinking in. Yeah, I mean, I think anytime you get – put yourself in contention, you're going to – you're going to learn something about yourself. And, you know, the first second that I had at the Masters was life-changing because it put me in position, um, you know, to play out here as much as I wanted to and put me kind of on the map. The second at the PGA was kind of affirmation that it wasn't a fluke of a week and then – uh, the third one at the U.S. Open gave me that much more belief that I, I can win a major or I can win, you know, win out here. And uh, it was just a matter of time. And um, obviously, this was uh, this was my week. Yeah, I mean, so I didn't have any issues with the boundary fence, um, but I I could have pulled that shot off. But given the circumstances where Sep was, it wasn't worth it. And I think when I chipped out was immediately when he knew that he should take a drop. Um, and frankly, if I happened to hit a miracle shot there and happened to pull it off, he probably would have tried to do something as well. And so the last thing I wanted to do was make a de- make one decision that's going to ruin my chances of winning the golf tournament. I wanted to keep myself in it as long as I possibly could. And um, he had a heck of a shot in there, and obviously I had to make another putt to, to keep it going. Yeah, no, I mean, he's – He's a softy underneath it all. He cried like a baby. Um, you know, I think uh, I alluded to this uh, when I was handed the trophy that Josh was, uh, when I made the putt and on the 72nd hole, he jumped up on a side of a hill, and I think he pulled his calf or something like that. And so I didn't see him up until I got the trophy. So uh, he cried like a baby. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool to do this, obviously. And, you know, he's been... He's been there for me, you know, through the ups and the downs over the last few years, and um, it's pretty cool to do it in his hometown and obviously with him here too. Yeah, you know, I, I read all the putts myself the first day. I had a couple unfortunate breaks. Um, you know, we tried to communicate as much as we possibly could Monday through Wednesday to make this adjustment as easy as possible, but you never know what it's going to be like until you're in the heat of the moment. And Joel was really playing more sports psychologist today. I mean, he was – he was awesome. I mean, he was he was ripping uh, dad jokes the entire day to try to keep it loose, and um, they were terrible. But it, it gave us some pretty good laughs and kept it light. And um, but you know, when the moment needed to be serious, he told me to you know focus on my breathing and you know just um, so it's obviously it's a, a nice intro together. And um, um, he's uh, he did an amazing job. Yeah, it still hasn't hit yet. I'm, uh, I think, I think I've always had the attitude of the job's not done. And as great as it is to pull this off, I, I still feel like I've got some unfinished business going forward. Um, and so it's, um, it's obviously very satisfying. But uh, you know, this is our, this is the peak season for us, obviously for the PJ Tour players. And um, you know, the grind continues. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did say that. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm a big Warriors fan, and obviously Steph, um, he's, a Cal Club, he's a Cal Club guy. He's a 
pretty big inspiration, obviously. Um, I follow the Warriors like crazy, and um, when he said that, it kind of related to um, kind of my journey so far. And so um, being that close and then um, kind of being written off here and there and then obviously finally pulling off, um, it was uh, – I actually can't believe I said that, actually. I'm, at least it wasn't something worse. Um, but, yeah. You know, I think at the last fall was a pretty rough period for me. Um, you know, being hurt through the middle of, this, of the season last year, um, you know, I got pretty frustrated with where my game was at, um, really from the players through probably the Nelson, and then really from the Nelson, or I'm sorry, from the PGA forward to me has kind of been a new season. Um, you know, I think Josh and I, kind of found our blueprint with the putting and chipping, um, taking a lot more ownership in my golf swing. And I'm, I'm now hitting shots freer because some days the cut's going to work, some days the draw is going to work, but it just be consistent with it. And I think, you know, like I said, I think from the PGA going forward, it's kind of been a new season. Yeah, you know, I've tried to get it uh, a little bit quicker. Um, I think where for me, my whenever I've struggled, I've been slow. And so I do everything. I'm a fast walker. I'm obviously a fast talker. I do everything quick. But being able to just look at the target, roll the ball to there, and move on, accept what, accept what happens from there. It's the same thing in my full swing. I take a, take a couple practice swings. I walk into it, take two looks, and then go. The second my eyes come back to the ball, the club's being pulled back. And so um, being as reactive as possible is huge for me. Some guys need to be a little bit slower and methodical, and I'm, I'm a guy that um, I need to be just – keep up the rhythm and keep, you know, it's something that Joel told me all week was uh, keep up the flow, keep up the flow. I mean, it was on a tape recorder all week. And he said that on the greens and off the greens. What is it about this victory by Will Zalatoris that it feels so much like it, it isn't a culmination? It isn't so much about him finally breaking through and winning his first, but it feels like it's going to be the start of great things for Will Zalatoris because he's been laying this foundation that has been so impressive leading up to this point. As to the Tour Edge Champions Tour report, how about Miguel Angel Jimenez at the Boeing Classic? This is now his 13th champions tour victory believe it or not it is his third already this year log on to touredge.com a pound for pound the best value and performance in the game of golf and just up the road from where we are sitting here in truly uh, the dp world tour hosted an event with both men and women at the isps uh, handa world invitational on the women's side Maya Stark broke through with the victory. She beat a very impressive field. Here is her reaction following. I don't think it's landed yet. Um, I've just been so uh, so nervous, I think, all day and just kind of reminding myself to, to be calm and just, uh, yeah, just taking one shot at a time. But it's been uh, easier said than done. I think that was a big key uh, because it would just be so easy to just think, oh, I'm whatever, under par. Um, and then, then you kind of crumble after that because you get too nervous. But now it's like, yeah, just three more holes, three more holes. And yeah, it means the world. Uh, that was all I came here for. Like, I just wanted um, just wanted that uh, winner's category. And um, yeah, I was just... Uh, 
I don't know, so nervous. And I, I hate qualifying, so <laughs> now it's, it's great that I don't have to do that again. Yeah, I think it will. I mean, after last week, my coaches just said, don't try to be Tiger Woods, try to be you. And I hope that I did that. All right, you can see the leaderboards that uh, Andrew has up on the screen right now. There you can see uh, Maya all the way to my right, you and Ferguson on the men's side, finishing on 12 under par. When we come back, we're going to take a deep dive into where we are here at this beautiful Chile Golf Club. I am very proud to be a member at this gorgeous place. And we're going to tell you a little bit about its history and get a little bit of a better flavor, as well as take you back over the last couple of days, some fun we had in Dublin and get to know the lads from uh, Cary College to help us set all of this up. This place that you're looking at on your television screens right now is so magical and so special. We'll talk about it after this. The PGA Tour Superstore is the presenting sponsor of the Fairways of Life show. They're the number one golf retailer in all the land, and they are staffed by professionals. Shop where the pros do. Log on to PGATourSuperstore.com and see it for yourself. Back with more from Chile after this. In Ireland, golf is more than just a game. Come and experience our world-famous Lynx courses and our world-famous Parkland courses, all set alongside world-famous scenery. And visit our world-famous historic sites. And while you're here, enjoy our world-famous hospitality. Press the green button and start your journey at ireland.com slash golf. You're a golf fan. I am giving all this equipment away. I'm Matt Adams, host of the Fairways of Life show. We're the only live daily golf show on YouTube. We're also available on demand. You can just click and subscribe right here, and we give away product to our subscribers. I literally give it to you. What other show does that? There is no other show that's live every day on YouTube. All you have to do is click and subscribe, and you got a chance at winning some of this. Want to get ball fit like the pros? Now it's easy. Just grab your phone and a friend, and have them record a video of you hitting a drive. Hello, Senior Tour. I absolutely smoked that. <laughs> anyway, submit your video to BridgestoneGolf.com. You'll receive an email showing your stats and the best tour be for your game. So get fit and get better. Sweet. You got me on a good day. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever because we are our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from callaway taylormade cobra titleist and more plus shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands experience golf's biggest selection under one roof don't just shop this season shop with the pros at the pga tour superstore a U and E or a C? Both have Ridgeback. These are loaded with tech. Which one are you gaming? Definitely E for me. It's just so forgiving. I'm definitely an E. C is for Cheka. What else? C is for kill it. C is me. Low spinning bombs. So, are you an E or a C? Hmm. I don't know. Hey, wait a minute. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. This is the Wiz. It tracks your swing in real time. Got it. One zero one. Gives you feedback in real time so you feel where you are in your golf swing. Transfer. 
position, plus 4.2 inches. Length of back swing, 50.3 inches. The Wizard really helped me to keep that consistent swing. Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. Transition on plane. That's the mic drop. Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and golf channels, Matt Adams. What a delight it is to welcome you into the Fairways of Life show, folks. Matt Adams here with you right here at the Chile Golf Club. If you just log on to chilegolfclub.com, you can see and get all the details of where we are. There you can see a little bit of the logo, and that logo is with purpose, which uh, I'll be talking about with my guests coming up in just a second. It is an absolutely incredible place, breathtaking piece of property and a Lynx golf course that could rival any anywhere around the world. Uh, there's truly is something special about Lynx golf. In many ways, I like to say that when you're here, uh, you're staring into the eyes of eternity. And uh, brilliantly, I think, it, obviously everyone wants to play their best, but when you play a Lynx golf course, it's about so much more than just your score. It's about the overall experience that you have. And this drone footage that you're watching is courtesy of Ian Cronin, who does brilliant photography in this area. And you might uh, remember who Ian is because of some photography that you saw recently last month when the boys were here in the form of uh, Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth and Ricky Fowler and, and enjoying the golf. There it is. They're enjoying the golf. They had their caps on and, and keeping warm. Uh, they also enjoyed a few pints along the way with uh, all of the locals here and, and the club officials. So it was when you got the best of the world seeking out places like this uh, and enjoying it, it is very, very special. Now, our trip that is so special because uh, in today's show, as we carry on, we're going to talk about here, as, as I mentioned, at Chile, but also Lahinch and also Bally Bunyan. Well, for us, it actually started in Dublin. A few days ago. So I put together this little piece, which I'll kind of narrate as we go, of what we did in Dublin, the fun that we had. You could see the street. Whiskey in that jar. That was from O'Donoghue's, which is a very famous uh, pub where if musicians are in town from wherever they are, they, they like to frequent there and play in the sessions. And you can see that's my sister and brother-in-law, Mark, and Donna in front in those couple photos there. And here's another shot of it. You can see all the instruments displayed and everybody just having a great time, as did we. Uh, Dublin is a beautiful place. The city has changed so dramatically over the last couple of decades. There's pubs everywhere that are welcoming. And I can tell you they were absolutely packed with all of the uh, libations that you could possibly desire. It was mostly Guinness in my part. And the variety of the different pubs that you see in the city uh, also is stunning. Those are chairs. They're just decorating the wall with chairs and lights on them. It was just as eclectic as they come uh, and well supplied. I can I can attest to that as well. And then here's uh, just I think that's a moose. That's in front of a mirror in one of them. And then, of course, the Guinness Storehouse was one that we had to get over to as well. It's a, it's a necessity. We, we did the hop-on, hop-off buses so you can stop off and on as, as wherever you please, as often as you please, and go to different places. And I like this one because there was a horse and carriage out in front of uh, the Guinness Storehouse. This was the Brazen Head uh, uh, claiming to be Ireland's oldest pub. And we took some – I wonder if he defended it at one time. And so we took some time to go in there and have some lunch and have a pint and enjoy ourselves at the, the Brazen Head. You'll see some various shots. This was kind of a 
courtyard we were sitting in outside, but there's also inside seating in a building that dates back uh, to the 1750s, but the pub was before that. That, what you're looking at, is the crypt of Christ Cathedral in Dublin. There's there's multiple cathedrals, St. Patrick's as well, that you want to tour. And uh, this guy was a judge back in his day. And he wasn't a very nice one on, on top of that. But you can see how spectacular these cathedrals are. This one goes back to almost a thousand years uh, in, its, in its various forms. Uh, here you can see some of the stained glass. And it's just it, it's such an incredible place to be. Those are the flying buttresses that keep those massive walls standing after all these centuries. And I, I like this shot because it just, it, again, it was the horse and carriage and it, it kind of takes you back. We stopped at a dare on our way down to Chile and this church, again, I had to show you a video of it because the, the main, the nave part of the church is the oldest in Ireland. Uh, and it just was so incredible and so beautiful and so inspiring uh, that I wanted to show you a couple of shots of what it looked like while we were here as well. This is David Powers joining me. David, good to see you, my friend. You okay? Yeah, brilliant. Good to see you back here again. Oh, it's my pleasure to be back here again, of course. Uh, now, David is a PGA professional here at Tralee, uh, and I want to jump into talking to David about how and why this place is so special. But before we get into that, I wanted to thank the lads from uh, Cary College, and it's the broadcast skills class. Andrew, if you could pull up the shots. There's the crew right now looking very busy. That's Eddie and Ian and Clint and, of course, John and Brian, who are all part of the uh, the crew to put it all together. And, and the, the setup that they put for us, look at all the lighting that they did so that we can take in the beauty that is all around us. And so these gents are living it every day. They're, they're, they're teaching and learning about what it's like to work in the field of broadcasting in every medium and in every form. Uh, so it's, it's been great to see them again and get to know them and, and very much appreciate there's Donna with thumbs up because the lighting kit here as we're upstairs at Chile is, is absolutely fantastic. And I, we do very much appreciate the effort that the gents put forth now surrounding us, David, this beautiful, uh, Chile golf club. Uh, it, this club started back in 1896. It didn't move to where we're sitting right now until 1984, but behind us on the beach and in the waterfront, uh, Ryan's daughter, which was starring Robert Mitchum and Sarah Miles, was filmed right where we are. There's a tower castle above the third hole, which is down that direction, that dates back to the 1190s. There's a keep that's actually across the waterway from it, and they said they used to run a rope or a chain across so that if the Viking ships came in in the night to try to pillage or raid, they would run into that chain and protect the the, the village from their, their pillaging. Uh, the Spanish Armada had a ship that ran aground just off 16 and 17, and that was in 1588. There were a lot of ships that ran aground along this coastline, but I'm just illustrating it because the history here is so incredible. Uh, David, the, the history that we're discussing uh, at this point is more modern, as I mentioned, 1984. And you had the great Arnold Palmer come in here and design this course. We did. We were blessed. I think there was lots of, uh, I think it was the Irish charm that sort of won him over in the end because um, even at the beginning when he'd completed the job, we didn't have enough money to pay him. And he always, when he came back and visited afterwards, he laughs about that when he saw it, the, mon the monster it became. Yeah, that monster is uh, is a friendly monster at that because the, the golf course, all 18 holes are brilliant. The back nine is particularly stunning, but the first nine keeps getting better and better and better because all the work you guys are putting in. And um, I'd be paraphrasing the quote, but I believe Arnold Palmer said that he designed the front nine, but God designed the back. Would that be accurate? That would be absolutely correct. Yep. Yep. The experience that one can have playing Lynx golf here, what's it like? 
I think it's it's the best because for everybody, every day is different. Um, you come here one day, people go get sunburnt. They go home the next day with the flu. Um, we really look after them in many different ways. And then we have some of the best caddies in the world. I mean, the stories are world famous with the caddies um, and the camaraderie between the caddies and the players goes on for many years to come. They all stay, in, a lot of them stay in contact. They have pints together. They go visit them in America and all over the world at different times. And I think people just feel the warmth here. There's no doubt that there is great warmth here in Chile, and you, you feel it at the golf course, you feel it all over town. Uh, it is very, very special. Uh, Lynx golf, obviously, is also very special. It requires, I would start by saying kind of a different mindset, in fairness, but it also requires some different shots. Could you talk to us about the variances of playing Lynx golf versus, say, Parkland? Yeah, I think that and it is a big change because the turf becomes much tighter and all of a sudden the 20 mile an hour wind means that if the club face is left one or two degrees open, the ball sort of misses the green by 30 yards right or left. So it just requires a lot more patience. And, you know, we, we hope that people practice their punch shots before they get here, because certainly being able to keep the ball under control is um, one of the most important things here. Um, putting becomes huge in the wind. I mean, you've got to, you know, stand like you're riding a horse and stay sturdy and uh, try and, you know, allow for the wind when you're hitting putts. So, uh, yeah, there's lots of variances from, you know, sitting in sunshine and 70 degrees, nice lush lies. So, yeah, it's, it's a skill. I don't believe I've ever asked David this, but did you have a favorite hole out here? My hole would be 17 um, because it's along the beach. It's rugged. It's wild. And I think it's got a little bit of a tee shot into a bowl and then up to the hill with a you know green that's exposed to the elements. Um, and it just looks very rugged and wild. Yeah. yeah, there's no doubt about that. Now, we are upstairs, uh, recently renovated, and I, 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 it speaks to... You recall it very friendly, but it speaks to all of the amenities here and how comfortable one can be at Truly, whether you're coming in and, and say, uh, deciding on being a member or a member, or if you're visiting from someplace around the world. This, too, is kind of talks about the embrace of Truly. Yeah, I think so. I think, um, you know, the, the caddies come up, the, everybody mixes, there's no segregation. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it, there's a friendly atmosphere here. And our visitors notice it because they often will comment on the pro shop how friendly the place is and how amazing it is. Yeah, That is amazing. Now, if you go downstairs into David's Golf Shop, you can see all sorts of things that you want to pick up and uh, purchase with the Truly logo on it. Uh, I know what I'm going to go down and pick up. I want to get a head cover with, with the Truly logo, with, with what looks like one of the Spanish Armada ships, maybe the one that, that is, is depicted as the one that went down off 17. But you're, you're really well stocked down there too. We are, yeah. And we're, um, we obviously you're alluring to the fact we've just changed our sort of club logo for retail. Um, so we're using Brendan, the navigator ship, which dates back to, you know, the early 400s where he was supposed to have set sail for America. So it's in our original logo. We've just simplified it and it's been a great success. So, um, yeah. We'll make sure you get a nice head cover. I like that. So the ship is defined now. So, David, how long have you been out here? So I joined the club in 1999. Yeah. So 23 years now, yeah. 23 years. And over that time, you heard me talking about how many changes have been made to the golf club. It, Lynx golf is a living, li- literally a living, breathing thing. It's always changing. Uh, the changes you guys have made is significant. The practice grounds that you've done here, the practice holes that you have done here. Lynx golf at Tralee now is truly a consummate experience. Oh, yeah, we've changed really. If anybody hasn't been here in the last sort of eight to 10 years, you've almost got you know, nine holes have changed, you know, comfortably nine holes have changed. Um, and we've now got an amazing um, practice area for people to warm up. 
we're doing some additions to that this winter and new target greens and maybe some track man stuff um so yeah we're always always trying to improve it um and we we, we keep getting a little bit better every year and I can attest to the fact that they keep getting a little bit better, even though I'm biased too, because I'm also a member here. Truly, I absolutely love this place. My friend, it is great to see you. Thank you as ever for the hospitality. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Always a pleasure. Folks, we'll be back with more of the Fairways of Life show. The Fairways of Life show, as David is off and on his way, he's got to get back down to the golf shop, uh, is presented by DeWiz Golf. If you log on to DeWiz Golf, you can see this wonderful wearable technology. Uh, it is a technology that will make you know your game in a way you've never known it before so that you can train it to know exactly where your golf swing is because they say feel isn't real. Well, it is when you're wearing one of these DeWiz devices. Uh, they'll give you feedback on the app. They'll give you instant feedback on the device itself there's a reason why so many great golfers including so many major championships have gravitated to dewis more of the fairways of life coming up as we continue our tour through this magical land of ireland Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to boynegolf.com. I guess, hello world, huh? <laughs> and with one subtle hello, Tiger began an amazing and unthinkable career. I've done it for 20 years now with, with Bridgestone. It allows me to play an aggressive style around the greens, and it's allowed me to win a lot of tournaments. Bridgestone Golf, proud to be part of your journey. You're a golf fan. I am giving all this equipment away. I'm Matt Adams, host of the Fairways of Life show. We're the only live daily golf show on YouTube. We're also available on demand. You can just click and subscribe right here, and we give away product to our subscribers. I literally give it to you. What other show does that? There is no other show that's live every day on YouTube. All you have to do is click and subscribe, and you got a chance at winning some of this. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever because we are our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from callaway taylormade cobra titleist and more plus shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands experience golf's biggest selection under one roof don't just shop this season shop with the pros at the pga tour superstore created without the constraints of time or money PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today, and they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know, PXG, nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Period. 
Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. Broadcasting from Tralee here at the Tralee Golf Club in Tralee, Ireland. What an incredibly special place. This Golf in 60 wants to get you ready for what's going on with the airtimes this week for the BMW Championship. It will start Thursday on Golf Channel from 3 p.m. Eastern Time, same time on Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Golf Channel. On Saturday and Sunday, it is split between us and us. Noon time on Golf Channel and 3 p.m. on NBC. On Sunday, same start time at noon time Eastern Eastern, but it switches over to NBC at 2 p.m. Eastern time. PGA Tour Live with the four different streams on ESPN Plus Thursday and Friday at 9.45 a.m. Saturday and Sunday, the airtime starts at 7.30 a.m. All of those times are Eastern. PGA Tour Radio Thursday and Friday, Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Each of those four days, you can hear that on the PGA Tour app on PGATour.com or if you subscribe to the National Satellite Service, Sirius XM. That update is brought to you by Tourism Ireland. Ireland.com slash golf is a great way to get started to see wonderful places just like this. That video behind that Andrew is playing is Tralee, and that's where we're broadcasting from today. It is so very, very special. All right, so the Corn Ferry Tour wrapped up their regular season uh, yesterday, and with that, 25 players now will be enjoying their PGA Tour cards. Now, remember, there's still the, the finals that are coming up that, that will run through. This is those, the 25 that earned it through the regular season. Carl Yuan, who's from China, Robbie Shelton, Paul Haley, uh, Zen Cheng Dao, uh, Taylor Montgomery, uh, Augusto Nuez, uh, Justin Sa. You remember our friend, he's been on the show many times with us. Ben Griffin, who was on with us recently at uh, The Travelers. Uh, ben Taylor, Brandon Matthews, MJ Doffey, uh, Sung Yoon Kim, uh, Benny Ahn, uh, Davis Thompson, Eric Barnes, Trevor Werbelow. I remember he was part of the College Golf Showcase the first year that we had it at uh, Scottsdale National. Harry Hall, uh, Tyson Alexander, Michael Kim, Kevin Yu, Harrison Endicott, uh, Trevor Cohn, uh, Vincent Norman, Kevin Roy, and Anders uh, Albertson. And Dominic, uh, who's back stateside, if I remember... Didn't you have Trevor Cohn on with us when you were broadcasting from the the Corn Ferry Tour event? What, wasn't he wasn't he the one that joined us and, and we talked a little bit about how and who he wanted to identify himself as as a professional? We did, and I actually found a clip before we came on the air this morning that I wanted to make sure to, to share with you all because the this top twenty five that list that you just put up there this is a huge deal. This is a life changing moment. Oh, yeah. Those 25 guys. I mean, this is a Definitely. huge deal what transpired over the weekend for these guys. And folks like Trevor Cohn, who we met at the, at the Rex Hospital Open here in North Carolina on the Corn Ferry Tour last year when he joined us. I got a chance to hang out with him, shake his hand, say hello, spend some time with him. Um, he went to Virginia Tech, but he's sort of a North Carolina guy. 
I mean, these guys are, are doing everything they can to make it on the big boy tour. And it was very funny. So what I did is I had Andrew get this clip. And basically in this clip, which is a short clip, he talks about, oh, man, if I could just make it on tour, what if? Here it is. What do you want the brand of Trevor Cohn to mean? Um, I don't know. I, I kind of a uh, uh, dry humor, sarcastic guy. So I kind of wanted to be a little fun with it. Like, just like you said, a big donut guy, like things like that. <laughs> I mean, I, I personally, if I, if I get to the PJ tour one day, I want to want to have some fun sponsors, like especially North Carolina things. Like to me, Krispy Kreme would be an ideal sponsor yeah, one day. Baby. If I ever was ever to get on tour, just throw that on the bag. And, um, uh, I know they're probably not into golf, but I'm sure they would love to have their logo anywhere once I get out there. I love that. that. Big donut guy. I don't know if you knew this, but I am also Golfers eat a donuts? big donut guy. <laughs> That's shocking, though. That's a shocking news. I know. It's shocking. But I love that. So we need to, we need to, we need to corral this somehow. Um, I'm sure I can produce some sort of executive from Krispy Kreme on the show. And we've just got to yes, time they it should the have, they, they have to answer to this. We can make this work. All right, let's work on that so we can get Trevor his Krispy Kreme. That's what you should be. You know where, uh, what is it, Liscanner with the matchmakers? Did I get the town right? It's Savannah. Yeah, with the matchmakers. Dom, you should be a brand matchmaker for these players. Dom's like, I'll take that gig. <laughs> so as we continue throughout the rest of the week, we're going to continue our tour through all of these wonderful places in Ireland, including a Tralee Golf Club. We're going to get to Lahinch. We're going to get to Bally Bunny. Cannot wait to share the experience with all of you guys as we continue our march. And I want to say thank you again to Cary College, the broadcast skills uh, a production t- uh, class that Brian and John uh, brought us all of these various skills with and included Eddie and Ian and Clint today that helped us. There you can see the lads in the photograph all smiling away as they said, you cannot believe this setup. You can see it, but you can't believe it in person to see what they did. And so I've said to Dom, I think we need to travel with this kind of setup all the time. And he's agreed wholeheartedly. It, it is really cool. And they're really good guys. And we thank them for it. A uh, thank you to Chile as well for hosting us as they always do so wonderfully. And we get a chance to, to play this wonderful golf course, but to me, even more important, we get a chance to see everybody that is here. One person I didn't get a chance to see with Anthony Byrne, who is the GM here, a dear friend, but he's on holiday this week. So he's off on vacation someplace and we certainly hope that he's enjoying himself and wherever he is, I hope that he's watching this broadcast in that part of the world too. Thank you to all of you for watching this broadcast in whatever part of the world that you joined us. And we cannot wait to share your company again until then. Goodbye for now.